Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Thursday, February the 10th, 2022, and I am here to go over a wrap-up of the NBA trade deadline day. Uh, we're going to look through each of the trades and quickly discuss what type of DFS impact those trades are going to have on us as we're building our DFS rosters. So let's dive in. Take a look, definitely some surprises, some that we anticipated, uh, but definitely going to have some immediate effects on our builds and long-term effects on our builds as well. All right, we're going to hit them right, go one by one. First uh, deal was uh, Celtics get Daniel Tice, the Rockets gets get Dennis Schroeder, and as Freedom and Bruno Fernando. Uh, we since learned that they're going to waive Ennis Freedom. So really the the impact here are, are going to be twofold. You've got uh, Daniel Tice back to the Celtics where he came to somewhat prominence. Uh, that should give a little bit of relief to Robert Williams uh, II as far as uh, a little bit of time at center. But I think they really brought him in to uh, help uh, Al Horford there, there. We've seen Horford decline a bit this year, age getting to him. Uh, like all of us, uh, Father Time does remain undefeated still. So I think uh, really all Tice does, uh, he doesn't become super playable right away, but I do think he takes a little bit away, certainly from uh, Al Horford, makes him a bit unplayable, and uh, maybe just a little bit uh, away from Robert Williams as well, but nothing to impact that greatly. As far as Schroeder going to the Rockets, sort of a confusing uh, move here by the Rockets. I guess they wanted to ensure their backcourt, uh, which you would think they're going to stick with KPJ uh, and uh, and the youngster, um, you know, uh, Jalen Green. I mean, those are the two guys they're going to build around. But I think uh, I guess they need Schroeder in that rotation. Uh, they feel like they can sign him, I guess, long term, or they were just trying to get out from uh, Tice's contract and Schroeder becomes a free agent at the end of the year. So more than likely just another move to free up some space. I doubt Schroeder stays there uh, at the end of the season and uh, just more availability, uh, cap room, and a player spot uh, for the Rockets. Uh, the next one, sort of a shocker to me anyway, as a Mavs fan, I didn't see this coming. Uh, the Wizards get Chris Stapp's uh, tissue paper Porzingis, who missed more games than he played, so it does not hurt to see him go. But the Mavs only pick up Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Bertans. I know Bertans' contract is pretty wicked, but uh, interesting uh, trade. I was uh, not expecting that at all. Uh, as far as how it affects things, if and when Chris Stapps plays, certainly he can be a major target there. Uh, with Kuzma in Washington, uh, they really, you know, losing Dinwiddie and uh, Beal being out for the season, you know, Porzingis will certainly be a thing DFS-wise uh, once he's back, uh, if he's back for the few games he's back. Um, as far as Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, really, you know, interesting move here. I mean, you've got such a fantastic backcourt with Luka and Brunson. Uh, but I, I guess, you know, what the Mavs are trying to do for some reason, I guess, take the ball out of Luca's hands a little bit and uh, 
Maybe it'll help him stay fresher. I don't know. I, I don't understand exactly uh, where that's going to go. Um, I would think the immediate impact may be a little bit on Brunson, uh, Reggie Bullock, Dorian Finney-Smith, because I would assume they're going to get Dinwiddie immediately into that rotation. Uh, but, you know, again, a little bit of a head scratcher. Good to get off of Porzingis' contract. But, you know, how much does it help the team uh, immediately? I mean, I guess if, if Porzingis isn't playing, Dinwiddie's a nice add. Bertans can come in for some three-point shooting, um, and maybe they're both usable. But uh, initially, we'll see how the, the you know, it is, a, you know, what happens with the Mavericks. But I don't think it's going to make a, a giant impact, except possibly uh, on a Brunson. So, we the jury's out on that one, and it was definitely a surprise. All right, the next one, the Charlotte Hornets get Montrez Harrell for uh, the Wizards get Ish Smith and Vernon Carey Jr. So a young big, uh, possibly as a backup, Ish Smith back in Washington. Uh, he may get the, the starting point guard job back there. Uh, he'll, he'll have uh, Raul Neto and... Uh, the holiday, Aaron Holiday there as well, but uh, we'll see. Maybe Ish Smith becomes uh, something in DFS that we can play again if he does, uh, if he's handed that Washington starting uh, point guard position. Montrez Harrell, a uh, great play for the Hornets. They basically get him for nothing, and uh, he can be a key part for them. Uh, they've, you know, have been playing Plumley at center, and he's done a fine job but they don't have any punch off the bench. P.J. Washington has come in more as a four, if you will. He's not a, a true five, uh, but Montrez Harrell's going to give them a good kick start. Uh, definitely will take a little bit away from uh, Plumley, and I think a little bit away from Washington as well. But uh, we'll see if he becomes a playable commodity, maybe 20, 25 minutes a game, uh, if he's going to get close to splitting with Plumley. Uh, low side, maybe 15 to 18 minutes, uh, which probably would not make him playable. So we'll see how that one plays out as well. Uh, next one is Phoenix Suns get Torrey Craig. Pacers get Jalen Smith. Uh, great move, you know, for both teams. Perfect ad for Monty Williams and the Suns. They get a fantastic wing defender that can play in spots, uh, spell people, and he's a shutdown uh, type defender, maybe not at this point of, of his career, but still very adept defensively. Uh, just another great playoff piece for depth uh, for the Suns. Uh, the Suns had sort of showed their hand with Jalen Smith. They had, for some reason, they drafted him. He's looked great when he's gotten the, the chance. I uh, love his nickname, by the way, Sticks, because he's, he's uh, so thin with those long, skinny legs. But uh, I think the kid's got great potential, and, I, and I'm glad that he's going to the Pacers. Uh, he may be immediately in their rotation as they're on a rebuild there, um, and I think he's got good good potential. Uh, they had a chance to extend him. They didn't. They brought in Biombo, and then you know with the center position there uh, in Phoenix uh, with Aiton, Biombo, and McGee is just uh, jammed. So. Uh, good move for both teams. I think uh, keep an eye on Smith to see if he's in that Indiana rotation because he could be decent. Craig, not really playable. Uh, teens minutes, 
probably, and defensive purposes mainly. Here was a great pickup for Boston. This was a shocker to me. Uh, Derek White, they were able to get from the Spurs. I think he can have a big impact here. Uh, great fit uh, to space the floor uh, with with the Celtics team, with you know, with Tatum, uh, you know, and uh, certainly uh, with uh, you know, fitting in as a, a another guard there that can shoot the three. Uh, can get it down. Brown and Tatum will love having a, a go-to guy standing on a three-point line. Uh, I'm real surprised Pop gave up on him. I know he's one of Pop's favorite players. Uh, so great pickup for the Celtics. Uh, definitely adds to them. Uh, they just gave up uh, Josh Richardson and Romeo Langford. Uh, don't know if they'll get any time with the Spurs. Spurs certainly are in rebuild mode. And we'll be playing a bunch of their young guys, but uh, really, it's Dejounte Murray and not much else right now. They've sort of unloaded the the uh, cupboards there, so we will see how it affects things going uh, down the line. But I think White is going to have some DFS uh, playability here coming up. All right, the the deal that was anticipated that everybody talked about that is the biggest news of the day. Obviously, Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, and Andre Drummond are now all Nets and James Harden, Paul Millsap, Sixers. Uh, I'm thinking maybe they waive Millsap. We'll see. If not, he'll be an end of the bench backup big. But obviously, Harden going to jump right into this uh, fray and see if they can make a run here to have Harden and uh, Embiid and then to still have Tobias Harris. That's pretty phenomenal. I mean, I think they, if they mesh, they could be absolutely tremendous. We'll see what type of offense they're going to run. Harden generally is, is a real strong pick and roll guy, uh, and that's not Embiid's strong point. So I'm sure uh, they'll put, uh, you know, Doc's a smart coach. He'll put some things in, uh, and uh, they should be tough with with Harris and, and that whole crew. They, they also were able to hang on to Tyrese Maxey. So he can play the two, let Harden uh, handle the ball. And then it, at times he can give him a break. Uh, the fifth starter will be interesting to see if that's Danny Green. Um, it, you know, if they want to go uh, defensively, uh, they can go uh, that way as well uh, with a couple of players uh, on their bench. And they, I mean, they have a lot of options. I think that this was a, a smart trade for them. When you look at the fact that Curry wasn't playing that well, Drummond was strictly backup, and uh, Simmons, you know, with, with with him not playing, so basically you're giving up Curry and Drummond for Harden at this at this point is really uh, when you look at the face value of what's happening right now. So it gives them a run immediately. Uh, Maury had targeted Harden. I've been talking about it for a couple of weeks, and uh, I think it makes Sixers really contenders uh, to uh, unseat the Bucks and uh, possibly get to the NBA Finals. So I'm impressed with that move. I'm equally impressed with the Nets. I'm not one that thinks either one uh, side won this deal. I think it's a perfect deal for the Nets as well. Uh, they get Ben Simmons, uh, first-team all-defensive player, gives them instant credibility defensively on the perimeter, which they didn't have. And then it also gives them Seth Curry, a starting shooting guard, and Andre Drummond, who is either going to start at center or split minutes there uh, with LaMarcus Aldridge or Claxton, 
There was a talk that they may move Claxton still, but uh, just, you know, Drummond when he plays and in the capacity he plays, if he somehow starts, uh, he's valid uh, player automatically. In fact, not just valid, but popular in uh, DFS circles because we know his points per minute are phenomenal. Uh, Curry needed a fresh start. He's going to have the floor space phenomenally. He'll space it with uh, Kyrie and uh, KD out there, and, and he'll get some wide open threes and really is a great replacement for Joe Harris that looks like he's going to miss uh, most of the season or all of the season with his injury. And then again, Ben Simmons just gives them a completely different dimension. I think Nash is going to love coaching uh, this team. Uh, you know, the only thing that shocked me was that the Nets also got two first round picks in that deal. Uh, that was sort of amazing with uh, the haul that they got there. But I do think both teams will be better. I think that this could work out for both of them. And I think they both can make uh, deep runs in the playoffs. Other deals, uh, PJ Dozier, that doesn't really matter. To, uh, he goes uh, to the Magic. Uh, this one's interesting. Thaddeus Young and Drew Eubanks to Toronto. They needed some interior help. Uh, both of those guys could help there. Uh, they feel they can make a playoff run and they're, uh, really, uh, on a winning streak right now. So good experience from young gritty player that Nick Nurse will like in Eubanks. I think it gives them some good, uh, interior depth, uh, and it added some picks, uh, for the Spurs. Nice little pickup for the Bucks, Serge Ibaka. He's uh, older now, but he still can play. He doesn't need to be a dominant player at this stage in his career, but he'll fit perfect for the Bucks. Uh, looks like Lopez may not be back, and Portis is doing a terrific job. But if you bring Ibaka in to spell Giannis or even to you know split time with Portis at center, he's an adept defender. He's an outstanding interior a shot blocker, and he can still make the three. And uh, I think it's a nice pickup. I think it's underrated pickup for the Bucks. I think it was a smart move for them. And all they had to give up was two second rounders. Um, Sacramento in this four-player deal gets Dante DiVincenzo. We don't know what the hell the Kings are doing with all their moves. They also get Trey Lyles and Josh Jackson. So will those guys fit into the mix there? It's possible. Uh, we just need to see uh, what the Kings are going to do. Maybe DiVincenzo uh, gets the opportunity to play more. Um, if he does, you know, we know that he's capable of being strong, you know, decent defensive and offensive contributor uh, to get you some DFS stats. So uh, let's keep an eye on DiVincenzo. I think he's the one guy that could really benefit there. Clippers get Rodney Hood and Semi Ojale. They don't need either one of those guys. Uh, the Pistons are taking a shot with Marvin Bagley III. Here's a guy that was drafted uh, super high, drafted ahead of Luka, by the way. Uh, and Marvin Bagley will get some opportunity with the Pistons. We'll see if he can resurrect and get his career going in the right direction for for what the Pistons gave up, I think it was a, a brilliant move on their behalf. Why not take a shot uh, on a youngster that's still, you know, 23 years old, I believe, uh, that, that could have a big upside. 
Uh, other than that, Paula to the Thunder. Nobody cares. This one's interesting, though. Nikhil Alexander-Walker to the Jazz. I've always liked him. I think he has potential. I think he's another good depth piece now that uh, that basically can take Joe Ingles' spot there. He can play the one or two, uh, and he can score the basketball. Uh, Juancho Hernan Gomez also goes there. He's a Jazz kind of backup player. Hopefully he sticks uh, as well. Sadoransky to the Spurs, not really interested there. Portland gets uh, a promising young player in Elijah Hughes. He certainly has the uh, ability to get into that Portland uh, rotation. Somebody to keep an eye on for sure uh, as the Trailblazers rebuild. So uh, maybe Hughes becomes somebody that we can use fairly consistently until his price adjusts. All right. Uh, other big news. This this took place earlier. Tyrese Halliburton, we know, Buddy Hield and Tristan Thompson to the Pacers. Uh, Halliburton's probably going to be a star there. Uh, have Halliburton uh, in that backcourt probably for years to come. So certainly a guy we'll see uh, the Pistons in the rebuild and shipping everybody out. Uh, he could immediately come in and be a, a really big contributor. Uh, Hield possibly to get minutes there. You know, they did trade uh, three of their Lamb and Holiday in that deal uh, and Sabonis. So Hield could get more minutes. A lot of it depends on when Brogdon's back, but we'll watch those two for sure. Obviously, Sabonis could be a, you know, and is a dominant player, uh, could be a huge part of what the Kings are going to do and will be very rosterable just like always. Uh, you know, will they give Lamb and Holiday uh, a good rotation there. We'll see. Uh, they definitely uh, have the potential to uh, to get decent minutes. Both are veterans. Not crazy about either one, but if they're going to get starts, then something we need to keep an eye on. Uh, other than that, we know C.J. McCollum. He's going to be making his debut with the Pelicans. Uh, obviously a great spot for him. It'd be fun to see how he gels with uh, – with Joe Val and Brandon Ingram, you know, gives them some some immediate uh, upgrades. And then, you know, eventually when Williamson's back, uh, they could be pretty tough. Uh, Larry Nance has been out hurt. Uh, he could be a contributor there, contributor there, especially until Zion gets back. For Portland, it looks like uh, Josh Hart's going to be the guy that's going to be the instant guy that's going to, you know, get a lot of attention. I think he's going to be a key player. Uh, for them, along with Simons and uh, Nurk, uh, those will probably be the top three options on a nightly basis right now for the Trailblazers. Uh, other things of note, Karis LeVert, we saw him debut with Cleveland. Uh, he's going to be fantastic there. Perfect fit for an up-and-coming team. Uh, great backcourt for the future, uh, without question, with, with him and Garland. So, Look forward to see how that works out uh, down the road. That is it, my friends. I wanted to just get a quick look through, go through the trades, see what's taking place, how it's going to affect us. I'm going to be rebuilding some lineups tonight now with these moves, uh, certainly affect the slate immediately. And uh, then, you know, the big thing is taking advantage of these players in new places and the different rotations until the prices adjust, there's definitely some edge to be had. So appreciate everybody listening in. I hope this 
gives you a quick little DFS NBA draft line, draft deadline, uh, catch up with everything and sort of puts it into perspective of what's going to affect us uh, when we're building these winning rosters. So thanks for joining us. Uh, great news tomorrow. Uh, we have a huge announcement uh, announcement for on our podcast tomorrow. We have a special guest coming in uh, that is going to be discussing our new partnership with Prize Picks. Uh, so definitely catch us for the Friday uh, NBA podcast with Crash, myself, and our Prize Picks uh, guest. So uh, looking forward to, to talking with Jack and sort of putting out a new offer that's going to be very exciting for both uh, Prize Picks players and for uh, DFS Coach Talk. So thanks for tuning in and uh, look forward to catch you tomorrow when we're looking to crush it in NBA DFS. <laughs>